I'm going to come home with you. And I looked at him and I'm like, honey, you are adorable and you are so sweet, but you, you won't be coming home with me. Ever wonder what your animals are trying to tell you? How to decipher those looks, barks, meows, and interesting behaviors? Join me as I share numerous animal communication encounters in some bizarre unfoldings. Jump into unique stories that will open your mind to the depths in which the animals that share our world are looking to connect. Hey everyone, thanks for joining in. So today we're going to be talking about Rascal, Raz, the Razzy Man, my little Jutabu. And man oh man, do I ever have some stories to share about this awesome soul. I have learned so, so much from him. Rascal is one of our pooches that share our world with us. We're not really sure how old he is, and we're not really sure what what breed of dog he is. He could be a couple different breeds. And so today on this episode, I'm going to share with you guys how Rascal came to be part of our world, as well as just a couple of interesting unfoldings that we've had from him with Raz, as well as some of our other animals. This is going to be a part one, because I'm sure we'll have a part two, part three, part four. I think this dog's going to live to be 35, so I think we'll have lots of shares from the Razman. So I was heading in to pick up our raw dog food. There was a doggy daycare that when we were starting forever ago, we've had Raz for just over seven years now. We were going to get our Bulldog Herbert's food. And so we go in monthly, we get enough for the month, which was quite a bit. So as I journeyed into the doggy daycare, this adorable dog runs up to me. And shortly after us greeting, I could hear him say, I'm going to come home with you. And I looked at him and I'm like, honey, you are adorable and you are so sweet, but you, you won't be coming home with me. (laughs) And I have to say he's loving, he's wonderful, but We just weren't looking for a small dog. And with being on a farm and having coyotes and all these other things, it just wasn't something that we were looking to add into our pack, into our family. But sometimes, as you'll probably hear me say a lot in these episodes, the universe has something else in mind. And so connected in with Raz and shared some snuggles, some pets, thought he was really cool. He's like a really unique looking dog. Got our raw dog food and headed home. And then month after month, I would come in to pick up food and Raz would be there. So I guess I should explain this. The daycare, Raz was left there. And so they were looking to adopt him out. And after six months, I finally said to my partner, who was wonderful, we need to take this dog home with us. He needs to come live with us. And so that is how Raz joined our pack. And I have to say, 
Oh man, at first we did not know what we were getting into with him. He was a flight risk. He was toy aggressive, food aggressive. Thank goodness Herbert, our bulldog, was super patient because this little bean could be super intense. In his time being on our farm, he has been chased by a raven, headbutt by sheep more than once, gone at by a rooster, gently but with purpose, kicked by one of our donkeys, and experienced a lot of things, I think, to help him balance, I guess you could say, harmonize, move through some of the things that helped him even out. And he is just, I want to say he's such a different dog now, but he's not different. He's just more himself. And to move through those imbalances, those emotions, It really didn't take that long for this dog to drop those aggressions, to not be a flight risk. I thought when we first got him, I remember like crying because I'm like, I do not have time to walk a dog on leash every single day. And I'm like, what are we doing with this dog? It didn't take that long for Raz to be off leash and be okay off leash for the most part. And I know the ability to connect and portray him messages or expectations to provide him a visual of that, to go a little deeper with that in different ways, I know really helped shift our relationship and help him understand what we were looking for and expecting. And he's just done leaps and bounds. Don't get me wrong. If you give him a really good bone, we're still going to see some different things with him. He definitely can be quite reactive on a leash when meeting other dogs, but there's so many other ways that he's unfolded and just shifted into into who he is. And even in the last year, I've seen even more layers unfold with him that just blow my mind. So one of the really cool stories that I want to share about Raz that we had is Shortly after getting him, we were asked if we could puppy sit our in-laws puppy at the time. And we brought this puppy over to the house. And Raz was just like nasty with this puppy. And so I remember sitting back and being like, what's going on with this dog that he just has no tolerance right now? Just a huge disharmony with this environment and this situation. And I know with Raz, when we got him, I tried not to dig too much into what have you been through, what have you experienced, because sometimes that can get in the way of us seeing the animal's true potential or holding that space when we find out about things and then we maybe look at them with pity, right? Sometimes we know what that feels like when someone kind of gives us the oh kind of energy, right? You guys know that. And It doesn't help us stand in all that we can be. And then also sometimes it just doesn't matter or it gets in the way of us holding a good boundary for that animal. And believe me, believe me, this is something that I've learned throughout the years. I totally have been that person and still have those moments and still continue to work on it. Being that person who's just like, oh, when it comes to like looking at animals and not holding them within their strength. And so anyways, coming back to the story, I sat down and I took a moment to sit with Raz and connect in and do a session for him. 
And one of the things that I picked up when we first got Raz is I feel that his previous humans either had a baby or got another dog. And that's when they chose to not keep him or to leave him, right? And so when I connected in and chatted with Raz, what came forward is he thought that we got a new dog. He didn't understand that this dog was just visiting, that we were just like babysitting, quote unquote, this puppy. And so I was able to show Raz a visual, like a third eye visual, a connection through meditation or through journeying of this puppy with her owners. And then I also showed like a calendar and I showed the puppy coming in. And then I showed what day the puppy would be leaving and reaffirmed through these channels of communication that this puppy wasn't going to be staying with us, that this puppy wasn't a puppy that we went out and decided to bring into our pack. And so with that, I also did a little bit of energy medicine for him. And lo and behold, as soon as we finished that session, this dog got up and started playing with the puppy. It blew my mind. It shouldn't blow my mind. I see these things all the time. It really shouldn't blow my mind, but it does. It always, it always blows my mind because it's just so cool. And he was totally fine with the puppy after that. Now, like, sure, there were some correction times because it's a puppy, but he just had a totally different energy with the puppy. And so that's something I took a really, really big lesson away coming out of that situation. And it's something that even other spiritual teachers have taught me too when it comes to connecting with your animals is asking that permission instead of just going out and assuming that the pack, that the family needs another being to join in, actually asking your animals, hey, what do you think about this? Hey, would you like this? And getting their opinion. Because I think there's often, oh, I'm sure Herbert would have loved it if I asked him, hey, do you mind if we get rascal? (laughs) Because there definitely was some intense moments there. But to be honest, knowing Herb and his soul and how beautiful he was, he would have been like, yes, because he knew that that's who needed to come into our pack, right? He knew that. He's a wise soul. But yeah, there's been some great unfoldings from there around checking in with our animals. There's been times where I've asked animals, hey, they're thinking of getting a puppy. Do you want another puppy? And they're like, no, I do not. (laughs) It's like, okay. And then they get a puppy and they wonder why the dog's not being nice to it, right? And you'll have different situations when, when the dog knows that the human didn't know they weren't okay with it. Most situations, the human didn't know to ask kind of thing. And so there's a tolerance there, but you'll get a totally different experience if, say, I've come in and had that conversation with your dog and then you still get the puppy because that dog's like, "Uh uh-uh, you knew. You knew. (laughs) But there's still layers that you can work through with that. When we were feeling... When I, because it definitely was me who felt we needed to bring another dog into our household, when we were looking at Walter 
I definitely had that conversation with Raz. Hey, bud, we're feeling like we'd like to get a pup and bring him into the family. How do you feel about that? And Raz is like, oh, well, could it be a small one? And I'm like, no, sorry. We're looking at a big dog. And you could tell he just was like, ugh. <laughs> just like, <laughs> no, no, I, I passed, hard pass. I'm okay with that not happening. But I just sat with Raz. He knows us. We know him. And we kind of sat there and I just was like, bud, I will make sure that we honor some healthy boundaries with this big pup. We're not going to expect you to just be okay with everything. And we had that conversation. And man, oh man, Raz has been so wonderful with Walt and bringing Walt in. And Walt was really great with Raz too. That just worked out so well. But that's where these communications and encounters can just really unfold some different dynamics within the whole family unit, right? And then you're not getting into some of those weird behaviors or aggressive behaviors or marking in the house or any of those things because some of the stresses are being recognized or unfolded in different layers. And so, yeah, this is going to wrap up episode two of Chatting with Chickens and Other Wonderful Animals where We dive into a bit of Rascal and the things that he's brought forward. There definitely will be a part two because I even chatting with you guys today have a few more things that are coming to the forefront that I would love to share with you because this dog just helps me stay balanced in some really, really great ways, especially when I get like a little, little too caught up in my human side of things. And so... When you connect to your animals tonight or when you see an animal walking by, take a breath and see if they have any energy to share with you. Have a great day. Here's our little disclaimer. Please know that these animal connections are coming in through my beliefs and filters. They're coming in through my consciousness that they are not a diagnosis or are they applicable to all animals. More simply put, these stories are meant to inspire individuals to dive deeper into the relationships with the animals in their world and all that they have to share with them.